Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. So good to see you this morning, man. You look you look beautiful today. I don't know if you've heard that lately, but you need to know it. Amen. You look good. T- tell your neighbors, say, you sat by the right one this morning. Tell them, say, you, you sat by the right one today. Amen. Let them know that. Come on. Praise God. Amen. Ain't he good to us? He's so good to us. And uh, I tell you, I'm glad that you're here. It, it could be your very first time with us this morning at Faith Renewed. And uh, it could be your very first time joining us on our online family. So wherever that may be, if it's your first time with us, we just want to tell you we're glad you're here. So faith family, let them know how glad you are they came to Faith Renewed this morning. <clears throat> yeah. Amen. Sarah said in that opening, and I love it, welcome home. Amen. We just would love to see you just find a family here, be a part of what God's doing, and uh, just get plugged in. And so again... Thank you for being here. If you're joining us online, drop a comment. Let us know. Hit that love button. Let us know where you're hanging out at. Let us know where you're at so we can, again, just connect with you, even through the airways. Amen? But um, I tell you, I just uh, I love it. I love how we're seeing God use technology and work. It's always better for you to be in this room with us. Just something about being here with family. But if you can't make it, we're glad that you're there and joining us. And, again, I love it. Some folks I'm hearing, again, part of other churches, but every week watching our services or listening to our podcast. And so that's very cool, to see, again, to just hear how God's at work through those things. So, again, keep sharing. Keep letting people know, again, about uh, that we use media as a way to share Jesus and to make him known. Amen? Well, did you bring your Bible? Come on. If you're new here, we love it. We believe it's true, every word of it. And we can live that out by the grace of God, the help of the Holy Spirit. And so if you have yours this morning, we're going to go back to it this morning. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Tell your neighbors, I'm going to beat you there. All right? Go ahead. Yeah. Amen. Somebody said the digital version doesn't count. Amen. All right. I understand. I understand. If you use that version app, great app. If you use the version app, you can click more than events. Follow right along with me. We read this passage last week. Felt like we may jump back into it again today, and we will. So verses 3 through 6, if you have it, say, I have it. Let's read it. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty. Come on, flex your right bicep when you say that. Mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish All disobedience, when your obedience is fulfilled. Let's pray. God, thank you just for being who you are, Lord, for being so good to us. God, we thank you for your grace that's being poured out in this place. We thank you for the truth from your word, God, today. I just thank you for the freedom that it brings. And Lord, may we walk in and apply it in Jesus' name. Would you say it, church? Amen. 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 We're in a series right now called Why? And, uh, 
I love it, man. We have been digging deep into God's word. And last week, I shared a message with you about why thoughts matter. Why our thoughts matter. Because we need to learn this. And I love it. Adam kind of just gave a little prelude into this thing. Because there is an enemy who is after your mind. There is an enemy who is coming against to bring stress to you, cause you to worry, get in fear, get in doubt. Ultimately, he's trying to make you quit and give up. That is his goal, to try to stop you. And so we learned last week that our thoughts matter. And we started looking at this passage here in 2 Corinthians and learning about what that kind of means for us, what it looks like. And just first of all, we learned, number one, is that we are in a war. Like every one of you, like none of you are exempt from this thing. Like he's, he's after all of you. There, there's not a point in your life where Satan's going to say, I'm done with him. Thankfully, God doesn't do that either. But Satan is after you. He, he, he is. There is a war. So we need to learn how to fight. We need to learn how to, how, to, how to come against this enemy and how to fight the war that we're in. Again, in war, you don't just always sit back. There's defensive things, but there are also offensive things that we move into. And what I love about it is what God has given us. Secondly, he has given us powerful weapons. Come on, man. This is like, I mean, you have what you need. It is not like when you are, are, are actually wrapped in and have on clothing the armor of God. You're not like some little, little thing like facing this big giant. Do you understand that? Like David was not some little guy when he was facing the giant when he said, I come at you in the name of the Lord. Come on. If he came in the name of David... <laughs> All right, we wouldn't be reading about him today as often, amen? But he came in the name of the Lord because he understood something. There's power in that name. And so he came in the name of the Lord. He came at the giant, took the giant out because what he has been given is powerful weapons, and you have too. Now, this is what we have to do. Thirdly, we learn this, and this is what we're going to keep building at today, is that we are to bring every thought captive, like every one of them. Like bring every thought captive. What, you, you bring the thought captive, and then you make the decision again what to do with that thought. Is this one I cast down? Is this one I bring, I bring and cast down because that does not line up with the obedience of God's word and what he says about me? So we begin to learn. So we're going to build off this today. And I want to say this. Thank you. I had some encouraging words. Just people say, man, I, I needed that message this week. It helped me. Some that weren't even with us that I got texts who watched the service later. Thank you for that. And again, I just love it because God's word is true. But I also want to say this. This message helped me. I hope a whole of them do, but like this is like when I, when I say this, how real this is, I'm talking about I preached this on Sunday morning, part one, and then Monday morning was faced with a decision. Like, so it wasn't like, you know, maybe later on down the road. No, no. I'm talking about hit it on Sunday morning, and then Monday morning it hit me. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I had to make a decision. So this is where I'm at. I, this, I was like in my mind saying, I'm in a war. I got powerful weapons. I'm bringing every thought captive. And I'm telling you, I, I, I think the outcome was okay because, again, I put this in action in our life. So we have to do this this morning. You have to put the word into action. 
We can't even just say amen to it. We, we, we can agree with it, get behind it, and, and, and do those things, but we have to put it in action when it comes down to it. And so today I want to do this. I'm gonna, it's going to be a little bit different flow. I want to give you two points this morning, and then I want to do this. I want the third point to be yours. All right? So you have a place. If you're a version guy, you, there's a place for you to put notes in there. There's a place for you to write what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. You can do it at home. If you're a physical note taker on paper, you can do this. Okay? So, again, a little bit different flow. I, I'm just today want to do this. I'm just kind of like want to have this big family Bible study today. So we're going to dig into several passages, look at several scriptures, give you a couple of points along the way. And then as we do that, again, I want you to write down the third one this morning and say, man, this is what he's saying to me. This is what he spoke to my life, and then go live that out. But we learned this, and we need to know this. In this war that we're in, warfare 101 is this. First of all, knowing you're in that war, and then knowing who the enemy is. All right, so we know who the enemy is. We recognize that, and we have to see that, again, in this battle, we have to fight the right enemy. Now, I'm going to say this because it's true. This is way easier said than done. Most messages are if they're from the word, amen? Come on, a lot of it's stuff's true. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And, and so it's like if when, it's, when it's those challenging things, it's, it's a lot easier for us to say this than it is to do this. Come on, I'm just going to say it is. It's a lot easier to say this, but this does not mean, well, that's just too hard, Pastor. That's just not how I'm geared. I don't roll like that. No, listen, no, no. Just because it's easier said than done, it still has to be done. This still has to happen. And so we learned this, this this past week, Psalm 1, verse 2. We finished with this verse last week in our sermon. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. So in the word of God, in the law of God, in what his word says, that is what we meditate on. All right, so again, this word gets messed up. Hit this a little bit last week that this word has gotten messed up. That that today meditation is where we know, you know, we gonna cross our legs. You know, some of y'all you can't get out of that once you get in there, man. You cross your legs, it's over. You're done. Y'all hey, know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know. So you, you know, this ain't crossing your arm. This ain't do, no, no. This ain't like all oh, right. And so like in in the, that kind of meditation, you're like I'm gonna clear my mind of everything. But we learned last week, once you clear that, you better fill that with something. You better fill that with the right thing. And he said to do it this way. He said that we are to meditate on the law, on the word of God, day and night. So we're emptying our, our minds of those thoughts that we cast down that don't line up with God's word. So the lie that has been spoken to you, that thing that the enemy has put in your head, you bring that thought captive, and yeah, you clear that out. You're like, man, I, that's not going to stay there. But listen, if that thing stays empty, it's going to make it a whole lot easier for him to fill, more, fill up more, more things, all right? So you have to fill that thing with some stuff. You have to get truth in it. So first of all, we see this. Number one this morning is that this is what we do. We fill our minds with the right things, you have to fill your mind with the right things. This is like, I, I, I don't know, I can't stress this enough. Like, I can't say this, as again, the way I want to say it, how important this is, that you put the right stuff in your mind. 
I can't say, I'm talking about from young all the way up, in between, male, female, every one of us, we, we think it doesn't matter. It matters. I'm talking about it matters. I'm talking about down to like, listen, what you hear, what you listen to. Don't think that doesn't matter. Don't think that, listen, you can fill your mind with a bunch of junk, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of lies, a bunch of filth, and think that won't affect you. Some of y'all are you. That's old school, Pastor. No, that's true. Come on. Amen. This is true. And I'm talking about, man, we have to, like, in every way, like, do it, just like guard our minds, he said. Protect it. Fill it with the right things. Don't think, listen, please don't think for a moment. Listen, if you, some of we've been talking about people getting free from stuff in this church. I love seeing some people free. That does something, man, to me. That does something to my heart. I get it pumped when I see that. But listen, you start putting stuff back in front of you. What are you trying to say? Is that legalistic, Pastor? Are you trying to get it? No, I'm trying to help us. Hey, ma'am, I'm serious. I'm trying to help us because, listen, don't think you can watch whatever. Don't think it. Somehow, well, I'm, I'm stronger now on the faith, Pastor. You know, you know what I'm talking about? We kind of like think we get there. You know, like early on, and you know, you, you get, and I like the stories. I mean, I, this is pretty cool. Like, man, you get saved, and you just start, you, you burn every CD. Uh, you, come on, you know, I'm I was a youth pastor for a long time. Now, we, we set some stuff on fire. <clears throat> Amen. <laughs> y'all don't know nothing about that. Come on, if y'all know what I'm talking about. We set some stuff on fire, dude. It was incredible. I mean, just burn that stuff, man. We had burning. I mean, set a trash can out, set it on fire, dude. I mean, just like people coming, laying stuff on the altar. We need to get back to some of that stuff. Come on, some of you think you can keep carrying that around and it don't bother you. Listen, it bothers you. It messes with us. We, we think we can keep, just keep doing it, and it's no big deal. <clears throat> yeah, come on. It's a big deal. And so we have to guard this. We have to protect the minds. We have to be careful about what we put in front of it. Some of us, and again, we set that stuff on fire. Then we're like, later on, we're like, well, I can listen to one of those. I can watch a little bit of that. I can watch this, this rating. Oh, I'm meddling again. I, somebody told me I was meddling a couple of weeks ago. They said, I need to change my name to meddling. I mean, Adam and Brittany, y'all might let me join in. Y'all, that was a true story. I said, I was meddling last week. And I, I, and I was like, man, I was just trying to, trying to help somebody. And, uh, but, but listen, but, but we think that it's okay. You know what I'm saying? We do this. We do. This is natural what happens. Because of this, the enemy has told you. It's no big deal. He told you you could listen to that. And you listened to it, and you were pretty good. You were no big deal. Or you watched that, and it didn't mess with you that much. You didn't, like, backslide. You didn't fall away. You didn't go walk. You, didn't, you was like, okay, I'm good. And then it becomes, this is how the enemy works. He starts fighting. He starts putting this stuff in your head. Now, we see in Scripture, this is important, that we fill it with the right things. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 13, he says this. First of all, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. This is how we walk this stuff out. This battle, this war that we're in, what we put in there, he says, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. 
And I love this, verse 7, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That is beautiful. That is so beautiful. Verse 8, now finally, brethren, whatever things are true. All right, so like, what, Pastor, you said, don't put the junk in there. What do I put in there? What do I think on? Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And then he goes on, I, this is go, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Don't you, want, don't you want to live a life that you can say to someone, just do what I'm doing? I'm serious, man. I, I mean, a lot of times, you know, I mean, I've lived certain lives like, don't do what I did, bro. Dad, don't work out. Don't do that. But man, this is what he's, this is what we're after. Then, then it's okay. It's okay to be this way. Like, man, we're, we're surrendering. We're bringing the thought captive. We're casting it down. We're doing those things, walking out, and then you see the result of it. You see what it can do in your life. You see how it can turn things around, and you walk in now a new freedom in the new life that God has given you because now you see it, and then you start telling somebody, I mean, I've done this thing, and it works. This is awesome, man. You should try it too. This thing is awesome, and it works. And he goes on, and he goes on, and you look down, and you get, I'm just going to drop to verse 13 because it says this, and we use this verse a lot because it's a good verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let's not run around saying I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me when we haven't meditated on what was noble, pure, trustworthy, because then when we don't do those things, then we're saying, man, pastor lied to me. Come on, he lied to me. The Bible isn't true. I can't do all things. Oh, man, I can't believe, man, you go to that kind of church, they're teaching you that kind of stuff because that's not true. When you get asked that, ask them, say, did you do what it said above it? When they, when they says, man, you, that's not true. You say, man, did you think it on those things? Did you fill your mind with that stuff? Did you put your mind in that area? It will change some stuff. It will cause things to turn around for you. You'll see things different when you do it this way. Billy Graham said, most of all, let the word of God fill you and renew your mind every day. Every day. Because he said this, and I love it, Billy was a bad man. When our minds are on Christ, Satan has little room to maneuver. That's it. So it's like, not just, oh, I'm going to clear it all. No, I'm going to fill it all. But what he said is true. I'm going to fill it with what he said is true. I'm going to think on these things. And, man, I'm telling you, when I start thinking on things that are true, the lies fade away. When I start thinking on those things that are pure, the impure. Where'd that go? Wait, you can't, I can't be free from those kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's available for us. And so we have to fill it 
with the right things. We have to put the right stuff in our minds, in our hearts. We have to think a certain way. And again, we see the result of what that brings. Secondly, we have to do this, and this is like what I want you to do. This is your point too, that you do, that I do. We do this. We identify the main lie that the enemy tells you. All right, you need to start there. Like somebody like, man, it could be like, I got a list, man. You pull it out. And it's just like, I mean, rolls out. I got all these areas where the enemy's mess with me. Start with the main thing. Let's just start there. I want us, to, I want us today to go ahead and identify and start with the, with the, with the main thing. Because listen, once you identify it, define it, then you can defeat it. All right? And then, and then, so you start seeing this. So we learned this last time. We learned that, again, there are actually neural pathways that get connected in our mind, which is wild. Like between the neurons, they light up in our mind when we have a certain thought. And then it goes on and it creates a specific pattern in our life by, again, the thoughts that we have. Have. So now we do this. We're filling our minds now with the right things, and it ultimately will do this. It will create a new path for us. It will create a new path for us and lead us to a different destination. And so, again, we do this. We exchange the life for truth. You have to, there has to be an exchange moment where you do this. Now, you can see the result. Go all the way back. Study Romans 1. In Romans 1, you will see where they exchange the truth for a lie. I mean, we see like God is showing us how real he is. From the very beginning, you see it. Study it out where you'll see in Romans where again, like he shows us, he reveals himself. He comes and, and, and through creation itself, like it's hard for me to look around this beautiful world. When you're outside and you look around and say, man, there, there has to be a designer for this. This doesn't just happen. Come on, I can't look at this cup and say, but that just happened. Do you understand how much more further advanced your DNA and you are in this world is? And so he shows us, like, man, through creation itself, he's revealing and showing us, man, I am real. I want you to know how real. This is not an accident. You are not an accident. And so he shows us and reveals these things to us by creation. And then he, like, puts on the inside of us in our conscious, ourself. He, he begins to show us and reveal to us how real he is. That's all truth. And then you see where Christ ultimately comes. And now, not just through creation, through our own conscious, but through Christ, this thing is revealed and fulfilled for us the truth of who he is. And it says that they exchanged the truth for a lie. <laughs> so we, th this is what we do. We exchange the lie for truth. And this is not like, Oh, we're powerful thinking. This is our like positive mind over matter. No, dude, this is like the word that we're like digging in and seeing how awesome this is. So we exchange this. We exchange the lie that he said to you. You're, you're an accident. You were a mistake. And you start saying, man, I am fearfully, I'm wonderfully made. I, I am created 
in the image of God. He adopted me, chose me. I said, I want him. He's mine. Oh, man, it goes against every lie that the enemy said. Start exchanging the lie for truth. And it's when we know the truth that we get free. Because they can be truth out there floating all around. They can be freedom out there all available for you. But Jesus said it himself. He said it in verse uh, 31 of John 8. He said, if you abide in my word, if you get this truth on the inside of you, if you learn how real this is, stop believing the lie, and you are my disciples indeed, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It is so again, you, you become free by what is true, but you get truth by God getting rid of the lie. You come against that thing. So you have to listen. You have to come against what the enemy has said and begin to speak truth to that thing. Now, this is something we've seen this. It goes all the way back to Genesis. The enemy, he got nothing new. He's still throwing the same stuff. It's wild, man, that he's still doing the same thing. This is how he's done this from, from day one in Genesis chapter 3. Verses 1 through 6, we see this. This is how it flowed. This is what happened in the garden. We see how the enemy comes in. Verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said that you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now, just, just I want to let that set for a second because this is what he does. First of all, Satan will twist it. <laughs> so he'll twist it. Like he came up and tried to bust up in Jesus when Jesus was in the garden and trying to mess with him. Like, if you do, Jesus, like, it is written. It's written. It's written. Don't it, it's written. And so, again, this is what he said. You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the, and the lady was able to pick up on this. Eve was like, and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the garden, of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. So the twist that he'll come in and mess with you on the twist, if he don't get you on the twist, he'll just come straight out, lie to you, and this is what he does. He just, and this is what, then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. You can do that, and it's no big deal. You can, you can go that path. You can mess around, and it's not going to hurt you. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you'll be like God. They were already like God. They were already made in the image of God. Amen. And they, and they missed it. Did you see this? They're like already created a sign. He said, let us make man in our image. He comes down. And then they're like, you'll be like God. And I should have been like, I already am, Jack. Get off me, dude. Come on, step back. Knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw and the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit. And she ate. Listen, please understand, this is how he does it. He still does it. This ain't new. Listen, he puts a seed of doubt in your mind. He will come at you. He will say things because of your past. Listen, because of what you've done. Listen to me. When you take what you've done and put it underneath what Jesus has done, 
When you, you, come on, when you put what you've done up underneath what Jesus has done, what you've done has disappeared. And what Jesus has done for you got on a cross and gave his life. And so you see how God sets you free from those things. He delivers you from that. And this is what you do. You identify, you recognize in your mind, where does he hit you at? You gotta understand, this is like, this is, again, he has been doing the same thing to me now for 25 years. 25 years. We, we're celebrating 25 years this year of, of ministry. And this is wild to me because, listen, 25 years ago, you got to understand that, man, just young folks, man, we're like three. All right, three years old. <clears throat> yeah, amen. Three running around. Just got out of diapers, bro. And now a little older than that. And so, I mean, 25 years ago, I, we were like, I, I left uh, fire service um, had, had was able to be at church now because of that every week. And I was like, man, we, we at church every week. She was serving. She was leading worship, man, way back in the day in ministry, way before me. So she's got more years than, than, than anything. I'm telling you, it's incredible. But we were like, all right, we're here now. I'm in church every week. Let's start serving. So I don't know if y'all know anything about Sunday school. I don't know if you ever grew up in church where they has Sunday school. Um, just a name. They should have had a different name just because you put school on it, bro. It's like, Pfft. and I, I said, well, hey, what? and this is it. It wasn't like, we're going to take your spiritual gift test, and then you're going to do it. Now, listen, where do I need to serve? That's really the best way to do it. Where's their need? I should never ask that question. The need was middle school, Sunday school class. <laughs> I should have went back to the fire service. Amen. <clears throat> I should have went back and, and uh, middle school, Sunday school, started teaching middle school kids. And I said, man, I love Jesus. <laughs> I'm serious, man. It was like incredible. I was like, man, I love Jesus. I didn't realize I loved him this much. And I was like, man, you know something? I love these young people. We fell in love with the young people. It was like, man, God put this in our heart just because we was like, okay, what, what do we need to do? And just started serving, just, okay. You, pastor, was putting together a team. Hey, you teach a Sunday school, join a team, okay? Yeah, we'll do that. You've pastor left, went to another state, took another church. Pastor came to us and said, hey, would you guys fill in until we hire someone? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. But I was like, Okay. Immediately. Immediately. The enemy began to lie to me. You think you're going to minister? You think you're going to connect your name to that? You're going to? Least qualified. You are the least qualified. I was. True in the natural, but in the spiritual, huh? That's some mighty weapons in there. I had been given a name which is above every name. And he started saying stuff to me. And again, what he may say to you may be different than what he says to me. He may be saying this one thing to you, but what he says to you is a lie. What he has said to me was a lie. And it's wild to me because you think 25 years later, 
he'll be like, I got to move on to something else, dude. I got to tell him, because that was not working. I don't know if he realizes that. It's not working. Because 25 years later, man, God is at work in this ministry, in this church. He's doing great things through you, through what God has his hand up. And so, but like 25 years later, you know what he still does? You're the worst pastor who's ever pastored a church. Helmet, come on, thank you. And I have to as well. Because I'm, t- and I'm saying this, and again, I don't talk about this stuff very rarely. Not even, I just don't say this stuff much because I don't entertain it. And I'm not entertaining it now. I'm showing you how he works. And again, I'm, and I want you to do what I have to do. Because listen, he's still telling me now, 25 years later, you are literally the worst pastor. You're the, you're the least qualified to get up here and try to tell somebody else how to walk this thing out. I said, you, I'm telling you how he works. I hope this ain't like too much TMI, but if it is, it is. All right, all right. Still, every Sunday morning, I go to the restroom more on Sunday morning. (laughs) Just it is what it is, all right? So just to kind of tell you, like every, you would think like 25 years later, bro, you just like, you got to figure it out. You can get up there and wing it and go with it, do whatever. No, but still, every Sunday morning, you're the worst of the worst. And I sit right, I stand right there, my hands lifted in worship. And I say, God, I thank you right now that favor is being poured out in this service. It's being poured out in this message that the grace of God is being released in this room and that you're getting ready to change hearts and lives forever. And then I'll start declaring from right this way. I'll declare right now that I, Father, I thank you right now that wisdom from you is going to flow freely from this platform. And God, Lord, that you will allow me to say what needs to be said. You will stop my mouth when I need to shut up and when I need to stop speaking. You will do that and you will speak into this house what needs to be said. And my third prayer is this, God, I thank you that you're going to anoint me. And you have to understand the anointing, the word of itself. I may do a whole series on this word, but the anointing is this, where literally he pours it out over top of you and then rubs it and smears it. And so my prayer is from that place right there, God, I want you to anoint me, that you be with your spirit, that you poured on me, you rub it upon me, God, you smeared into my life to where I disappear in this room and where you take full center stage in this house and your spirit and your glory and your kingdom comes into this house and lives are forever changed because your word is true. Your word is true. And I come against every lie. I exchange the lie for truth. I want you to stand with me, please. And as you stand right now, I want you to right now, just go ahead and get it in your mind and heart as the worship team comes. There's some other passages. We'll hit them again later or go read the U version if you would. But listen, I just feel, I feel the Spirit of God in this room. He's here right now. And listen, He wants you to do this. Exchange it exchange it. God, exchange system is so good. Like you exchange sin and get salvation. You exchange death and get life. May you exchange all your past and get a future in him. You exchange today. So Father, right now, heads are bowed, eyes are closed, and we come to you, Jesus. We come to you, Lord. And God, we thank you for what is true. Father, I thank you for what is true.
God, I thank you for what is true. Lord, I believe right now you're changing hearts. But this is, come on, I don't know if you understand. This is not just to be just it is any Sunday right now for you. God wants to do something specific in your life this morning. And it's going to happen today when you exchange the lie for a truth. When you exchange the lie for a truth. What's he saying to you? Where, where is it today that he's speaking to you? Point three, listen, today is what God puts on your heart. What God says to you. What he speaks to you. I just sense this so strong in this room that God wants to deliver, set people free from past, from messed up thinking today. He wants to put truth in your heart that will deliver you and set you free into full freedom. I'm not talking about walking around like halfway chained up, halfway dragging something behind you. Listen, I'm talking about full freedom today is what he has for you. Yes, yeah, what he has for you. Listen, if you just need today the spirit of God to touch you and change your heart and life, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand to this kind of stuff. I'm going to ask you to just get with God right now. Just get with him. You could come to this altar. I love it. We have prayer team. We have a church family. We gather and pray and believe, and God heals and sets free. But listen, today, we're going to exchange it today. We're going to exchange the life for truth. So right now, just begin to make your way. If there's any need in your life, if, if the enemy has been speaking the lie to you, listen, you're having to replace that and come against that, speak truth into that situation right now. Listen, I'm telling you, this is a battle. This, this is a battle, and he doesn't give up. But we have what we need. Come on, you have what you need. So right now, whatever area, whatever it may be, if, listen, you have a need in your life, the truth today is what we want to speak over you. The truth today is what we want to speak into you. Yeah, prayer team, come help us. As we come right now, listen today, if you don't know Jesus, this is a day of salvation for you. Come on, the lie is this, man, listen, that you can't be saved, that, listen, you've done too much. Listen, the truth is this. Jesus loves you so much that he gave his life for you so that you could be free. Listen, that, that's the truth. That's the gospel. That's the good news. So right now as you come, right there where you're at, listen, just let the Holy Spirit touch your heart and life. Let him touch your heart and life. I just feel like, man, there's some, there's some couples that are supposed to move together. I don't, I don't call these things out very rarely. Y'all know I don't play that unless, again, I feel like he's speaking it into my heart. And I feel like he is right now. There's some couples right now that need to move together and come and just together, get with, get with the husband and wife, get together right now. Just be right now together in this situation. God wants to do something in both of you as, as one right now. I just sense that. So if that's you, don't wait. Don't hesitate. Just begin to move right now as the Holy Spirit speaks into your heart. Well, there's some of you, it's going to be it's things that God's calling you to do. There's some ministry things that God wants to do through you. So listen, now listen, he, I want you again to believe the truth, not the lie. Yeah, so just come. Who else? You at home, listen, there's a next steps link. I want you to click on it. I want you to let us know how we can be praying for you. And I don't want you to put this off. I want you to do it now. I, want you, I don't want you to wait. I want you to move now as the Holy Spirit is changing, drawing hearts right now. We're going to speak truth over you. We're going to speak truth over you. Now, as a, as a ministry uh, worship team just begins to flow right now, sings, ministers, whatever's on their heart, I'm telling you, I just believe the Spirit of God is going to do something in you this morning. That's the truth. That's what's true. That's what's true this morning. Yeah, God bless you. Who else? Who else? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus.
Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Come on, you at home, listen, we're praying with you right now. Adam's standing by. He's here to pray with you right now. Listen, whatever you need, we're here for you. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.